On today's Question of Faith, how do I know when I'm too old for young adult ministry? Hey everybody, this is Question of Faith. I am Mike Hayes. I am the Director of Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Cleveland. And I'm Father Damien Ferris, the Vicar for Evangelization. And I'm Danae Hummin. I'm the Enrollment Management Coordinator for the Office of Catholic Education. Danae, welcome. Thank you. First Great time, right? Yes, first yeah. time on the podcast. Been in Ohio for a year, loving it. That's right. Where'd it come from? I forget. Originally Tucson, Arizona, a little ah. different than Ohio. <laughs> dry well, heat. That's dry right. Heat. Yeah, it's a but dry it's a dry heat. heat. It's a dry heat. Yes, exactly. It's hot. <laughs> I walked out for a. I went for a walk in Arizona one time when I was there for a wedding, and I maybe made it a block and said, "Nope, too your, hot." Your Going trunk back. was melt on the asphalt. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, and, and maybe that's because I'm old, right? You know, I, I could only make it a block. You know? <laughs> well, people go there to retire, so. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you're correct. So how, how do you know when you're too old for young adult ministry? So, you know, I've been working with young adults for 20 years, and so that's one of the reasons that um, I have this position. But I'm 52 years old, so I'm not a young adult, but I, you know, I continue to work with them and to, and to mentor them. But that's a question I get all the time. Yeah, how do you know when you're too old for this? So what do we think? What's, what's some thoughts right away? I think it's less less dependent upon age and more dependent upon uh, your heart. Hmm. So I was thinking to myself during my teenage late teenage years and early young adult years in my twenties, um, I really enjoyed John Paul II's youth ministry, uh, hmm. hosting World Youth Days. The way that he could talk to young people and listen to young people, and there are some adults, priests, religious who are good with young people and probably always will be their whole life. And some who are for a time and then stop and some who never will be. So I think it depends upon the person. Yeah. What do you I, think? Tonight? Yeah. I agree. Uh, that's where my thoughts were going when I was thinking of this. I went back to Tucson in my mind and thought of um, Paul Flores at St. Pius X in Tucson, Arizona, my youth minister, um, Honestly, probably Catholic today because of the, the ministry he gave me and uh, how he led me to really discover the faith for myself and what it meant to me as a young person. And uh, so sorry, Paul, but I'm pretty sure you had gray hair back then. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think he's still he's still there doing that good work. And so I agree. I think it's more about your heart. And the question here is not about who should – is it about who is doing the ministry or who – what part? What age group you are part of currently, or is it a question about both of those things? Yeah, I think it was more about the the first one, not, not about who's who's leading youth ministry, but about like you know, if, can I go to an event that's sponsored? So like someone was talking about the the Hillbilly Thomas concert yeah, that right. we have coming up, and they said, well, you know, you guys have said it's a young adult event. They're like, well, I'm too old for that, so I'm not going to go. And I was yeah. like, well, no, this is a free concert that we're aiming at young adults, but it's for the whole neighborhood. I said, but but I get what they're saying. Yeah. I think this is often what happens, that young ad- what, what people want to avoid is young adult ministry being uh, a singles party where people are just coming to connect and meet. However, um, if you're Catholic and you want to meet a fellow Catholic to potentially you know, be married, that would be a good place to go. And at the same time, when young adults who get married younger and start raising children, the community that they hang out with usually tends to be other married couples with children. So you naturally go to these places. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't come to other events. And it's good to have the 
different people from different ways of life coming together and learning from each other and being church together. So I think there is room for specification or specified ministries in the church. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we have a young adult minister right here. But also that it's not exclusive to young adults because it's important for young adults to meet younger adults and it's important for young adults to meet older adults. And so we are one church, but um, yeah, I think we, we don't want a pigeonhole. Yeah, I, I, right? I tend to think of it. So, so there, there are issues that come up, right? So issues that come up sometimes that I've seen and it sort of rings as sort of like false advertising. So like if you, if you have an event – that's for people in their 20s and 30s, right? And and you advertise as that. And someone shows up who's who's 55 and who's just a member of the group. And, and it, I hate to say it this way, but it tends to be an older man who's looking for a young Catholic wife mm. and shows up here. And that's just creepy, right? Yeah. And, so, and then no one wants to come back. So, ugh, he's here again, right? And so, so there needs to be some policing of that. So that's usually where I come in, right? Mm. Um, so there's, there's those issues. And so that's, that's why, you know, you, you kind of want to police it slightly at, at the very least when those problems are, but there are some people who aren't disruptive, you know, who, who showed up and said, well, look, I'm 42, but you know, I, I was interested in this topic and I really wanted to kind of hang out and see, and I'm, and I'm not going to be disruptive. I just want to listen. And, and they're appropriately attending. Those are usually generally okay. Um, one of the young adults said, you know, if like 5% of the people are over the age of 40 and we, and we get that and we know why they're there, that's fine. <laughs> like when it's 30% of the people that are over the age of 40, then that's not fine. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's a good distinction, I think. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I believe I met my husband through Theology on Tap Friends. Mm, from right. going, you know, I good had example. moved away. I'd moved to the Midwest and went back to the Southwest and started going to taught. And it was such a place to build community, and we did. We met each other through that those same mutual group of friends. Um, and I don't know if we no longer attend it just because, I mean, well, we moved, right? It's a different city. Um, or if the responsibilities of being husband and wife and parents kind of overtook our opportunity to enjoy conversations at, at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think there might be a hesitancy for some of the older group, right? When you get that feeling of, like, maybe I am too too old for young adult ministry. Am I still a young adult? I don't feel like a young adult, but I, I love the environment of Theology on Tap. Like, I would go back for sure. So I think it's a matter of what does that atmosphere feel like and what's that welcome? And kind of like you said, who are the leaders of the group that help navigate that and lead the rest of the group to get that sense of community where they're not feeling like they're being invasive because they're out of the age group? Yeah, exactly. I'm finding too more and more. It's that most of the people that I'm ministering to right now are in their 20s, and um, and they'll even say it. They'll say, you know, we're we're kind of aiming our group at like Grapevine is a is a good example. You know, the guys who run that. They say we're kind of aiming our group of people in their 20s, and like and they said that's not to say that if like you're 32, we're going to kick you out. You know, they said, but for many people, this is about life stage. You know, so you're in your 20s. And what does that mean? You know, for most people, it means they're either just out of college or just out of high school, and they're st just starting to begin working life. So it's sort of like a first or second job, but maybe not the uh, they're they're not set or established in a career yet. Um, they might be dating someone, but they might not be married, um, or they might be just maybe just newly married. 
And so you have like people at different points of the thing. These are sort of people who are kind of just starting out in any of those areas. And then there are people who are a little more established, right? And then they don't feel like they fit in with those people that I just mentioned, that they're a little more along the way. And, and the other people feel the same way. You're like, well, you know, those two were married over there and they have you know, two kids already and they're not where I am. And so it doesn't mean I can't relate to them. But it also means they're in a different place, and they kind of want to hang out with some people who are where they are right now, and that's what they're looking for. So sometimes, you know, life stage can kind of, you know, deal out the specificity that you were mentioning before, Father. So mm-hmm. I think that might be, you know, another thing to look at when we're talking about this. I think it's a question of the domestic church, right? When you're married, it's very clear what your domestic church is. And when you're home with your parents, it's very clear But when you're in that in-between phase of being in college and not yet married, and we know the shifting demographics of our society, right? We're waiting to get married later. We're moving away from home at higher rates than we used to. So young adult ministry is so important in figuring out, well, what is my domestic church right now? Because it is so based on community, and that's why I think those groups are so important. And maybe why, in a sense, you quote-unquote graduate out or, I guess, marry out of them sometimes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is a... uh modern or postmodern or contemporary issue in a way that it wasn't in the medieval church or even, you know, a couple hundred years ago, because you would stay at home with your family until it was time to enter into your vocation, whether that was priest or religious life, married life, or you went off to be an artist or a writer somewhere. You kind of had a clear idea of what was coming forward, Mm. and then you established something. So there's this in-between phase right now between high school or trade school or, or college, and when you enter into your secondary vocation, whatever that might look like. And that's the space, it seems, where both of you are saying that young adult ministry is most needed and most helpful to folks right now yeah. who don't have that other domestic church, whether it's where they came from or the new domestic church that they've, they've, they've begun. And when you don't have that domestic church at home, like if you're living alone or whatever, you know, you're, you're seeking companionship. You know, you're seeking, you know, you get lonely, right? You know, you're living by yourself. You're like, oh, man, especially if you've just moved to a new city and, you're, you know, you're starting to learn to get to know people. And the church is a good way to kind of find those friends, you know, find a new friend group or whatever. You know, and people do this in other ways as well. But I found a lot of people are coming and saying, you know, I, the gym is great. You know, it's a great place to be. My neighborhood bar is great. It's a it's it's a great place to be as well. But I kind of want to find a place where I could have like really serious conversation and where I know that there are people who want to talk about things at a deeper level than maybe that than maybe they would at the neighborhood bar, mm-hmm. and, and even a place where they can give back a little bit, where they could say, you know, okay, you know, is there a place here I could do some good service work and do that among my peers, so I get to know people who are interested in some of the things that I'm interested in, uh, and we can do those things together. So I think that's what young adult ministry does best. And so that's you know, so aging out, I guess, is the question. It's not so much aging out; it's about finding your place and then knowing when it's appropriate that that when when the appropriate time is for that not to be your place anymore. You know, well, I'm no longer here, so I'm over here. So let me try to let me try to get some help and find the place that I need to be now that I'm married. Now that I'm more firmly established in the career. Now that I'm. Um, yeah, in a different place than I was when I was in my 20s, and it's apparent to me that I no longer have things in common with uh, some of the younger people who are showing up at my young adult group. Um, and, you know, and we can help you find those places. Those are, those are not hard to be. There are other ministries in, in your parish, other ministries in the diocese that you could take, that you could take part in.
Yeah, like many things in the life of the church, it takes self-awareness and prudence, right? So know where you are, who you are, and then where the Lord is calling you to go. Yeah, exactly. So one of the ways you can do this is you can go to a church and... Sagrada Corazon is one of those places that yes. we're going to be doing nine nights a night prayer at. Sacred Heart Chapel in Lorraine County. Uh, Father Bill Thaden is the pastor there. It's got a wonderful community. Um, we're, yeah, we'll, nine nights will be there in Spanish all nine nights, so mm. that's going to be pretty exciting. I haven't been out there probably in about 20 years, but I was with him in El Salvador in 1999 when he was a missionary priest oh, wow. down there. So he's a good man, good friend. He's actually training to be a spiritual director uh, director currently oh, in okay. addition to being pastor. Yeah. Well, I have a lot to talk about. I'm a trained spiritual director, and I've been in El Salvador. I'm going to sit down and talk with him now. This is great. Bueno, bueno, bueno. Maybe even in Spanish. <laughs> I'm excited to join you guys. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Do you speak Spanish today? I do. Oh, you do. I hablo un poquito español, you know, but... You know, I, I can kind of get by. Yo hablo español cada día en Tucson, pero mm-hmm. aquí, not mm. very much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anyway, uh, that's uh, our church search is done. And then our the scripture for this week, uh, the Good Samaritan story is this week. You know, who is my neighbor? You know, that's a good question for young adults. That's a good way to, to kind of decide whether you're too old for young adult ministry, I think, too. is like, well, who's my neighbor? Is this person a lot like me or is, are they not like me? I'm still called to these people to be friendly with them and everything else, but maybe I'm not exactly where they are. So maybe I should move down the block a little bit and see who else is, who else is there for me to encounter. And a good question is uh, who, who is Jesus in the parable if he's in there? Is he the good Samaritan or is he the man in the ditch? Mm. I think that's a good one to that's contemplate. A, yeah, that's a good one to contemplate for sure. And as you're searching for, you know, is this the right place for me? Keep going. If you see that, oh, well, I've aged out, married out, graduated out. Well, what does that mean for you? It doesn't mean it stops there. You find your next place. You find your next stage. And if you don't see that in your parish, maybe God's calling you. Right? So reach out and see what you can do to start those new groups in your parish and to learn about the ones we're already doing here. Yeah. Sometimes God takes you one chapter. It's time to close that one and open a new one. Yeah. So, Danae Hunt, thanks for joining us here on Question of Faith this week. We'll see you again next time. Thank you. Ciao. All that and more on Question of Faith.